0: Welcome to 2-4 Brew, except this week it's 2-4 Brew plus one. It's right, it's a 3-4 Brew special. Uh, My daughter, Tobin's niece Jensen, will be joining us. We went... Where'd we go, Tobin?
1: (laughs) We went to Lake Arrowhead Brewing, located at 329 VIA in Lake Arrowhead, and I have to tell you, Todd, this is a good location. Beautiful, really beautiful nice location.
0: location. Yeah, I mean, well, let me rephrase that. Beautiful, beautiful view from the parking lot. You can't see it from in the brewery <laughs> or from their patio, the way it's arranged. But the parking lot is just this gorgeous picture out over the uh, the lake. And I'll tell you what, we couldn't have picked a more beautiful autumn day. It was about 65 degrees, just a little chill in the air, but not cold. You know, I mean, it's not like... You're standing out in six inches of snow or anything. It was just a really, really nice day.
1: It was, and it made a really impressive mm. first impression. Right, like when you yeah. look out and you see the lake, and then you get out of the car and you're walking up, and they've got this big, beautiful building. Um, uh, yeah, it just it looks impressive when you get there. Yeah, very, yeah. very nice. Yeah,
0: although I doubt it was actually like you know made specifically for the brewery. the The location kind of almost looks like that, and the patio out back is gorgeous. Uh, with with like um, igloo shaped greenhouses that people can sit in to stay warmer if they don't want to uh, sit out in the open. Of course, I think that those were full, and once you get the seats in there, you probably don't leave for a while. <laughs> you
1: know? No, no, that's
0: like the, that's the prime seating right yeah. there in those igloos. It's like getting the it's like getting the cabana at the pool when you're on vacation. It's like you get the exactly. cabana, you don't leave the cabana. In fact, so, Justin, I'd, be, I'd, your... be, I'd be I'd be I would be surprised if they don't have like a, a either a sign up sheet or or you you know like pay a fee to use the cabana for uh, a day or something. Right. I, I didn't Jensen, look into that. But... Yeah, Jensen, what
1: Jensen. was your first impression?
2: Um Similarly, I love the fact that it, the location is right on the lake, but I also think what catches you right from the front is right on the front of the building, they've got their, um, once you've wound your way down from the main road and actually found the place, Yeah, there's no question where it is because it's very well labeled with their, uh, Lake Arrowhead Brewing, and then they've also got their logo on the tower there. Yeah. And I know you keep comparing their logo to the Dodgers, but it is a pretty cool uh, logo is. with the it L. Is. And then the A that they made shaped like an arrowhead.
0: Right. Lake Arrowhead, the L.A. is Yeah. It's it, but it, it's it's well done. It's just very reminiscent of the Dodgers L.A. that they've done. But uh, but that's, a f- yes. they, you know, they're in the greater Los Angeles area. I mean, if you're in L.A. It and works. you want to go to the mountains, Lake Arrowhead is one of the destinations you go to because it's there. Um, yeah, you mentioned that the, the it, once you wind your way in, that was a little weird because on the map there, on the you know, on the, we used Apple Maps, but on Google Maps too, it shows them like right off the freeway. Except that you can't get there unless you want to go, you know, off roading down a hill through the trees. You have to go up about a couple hundred feet and then turn into a parking lot for some something else. And then once you're in there, then turn again and head back down the hill, sort of towards where it was, and then it's there and i I'm, you know, I'm sure if you live up there and you know where it is it's a piece of cake to get there but it was a little bit of a head scratcher at first in fact we thought we were turning in to just have to turn around to go back to it and then we realized oh no we're we're on
1: the right road <laughs> yeah no and but once you get there it's it's super nice like you said big parking lot it, yeah. this place is designed for families um they have yeah. all kinds of games out on that patio and dogs um, dogs lots yes, of animals lots of dogs. dogs
0: yeah yeah yeah, out on the patio. It was uh, family and pet friendly. I didn't see any cats, though. No. no now they didn't have much
1: of an inside okay. area, though.
0: They didn't. They didn't. In fact, I wonder that, like, you know, when it starts snowing, their their um, capacity to handle a crowd goes way down. Because we we were there, and there's probably hundred plus people there easily yeah. out on that patio, and and uh, and others just coming and grabbing and going and that kind of thing. But uh, you know, if you look at inside, there was maybe four or five picnic benches along one side and the bar. And, you know, there were some pallets that they had set up with their uh, neat holiday cans that they, uh, they do in conjunction with um, little patterns uh, has done the designs for the cans, which uh, is part of the reason we actually ended up going there. Isn't it Jensen?
2: Yeah, I'm a fan of hers. I've been following her for a long time. She's an artist who does a lot of um, branding and design work Mm -hmm. um, for some pretty big companies actually. And um, she's done some design bottles for um, different distilleries and things, but yeah. national brands, she's local and designs uh-huh. for that brewery.
0: Yeah, no, it was kind of cool. She, uh, you had sent me a picture of one of the cans that she did that sort of looks like a, uh, um, like a needle point almost um, of a Christmas design. It's real cute. You, you could see it on like a Christmas sweater or something and they're uh, and,
2: actually making christmas sweaters they didn't have them when we were there but they are printing uh, that design on a christmas
0: sweater makes for complete, the makes complete sense that they would do that and and they've got it wrapped around a 32 ounce crowler can and so we said well you know what you're down for the thanksgiving holiday why don't we go up there and we'll do a do a two for brew and you can join us and we'll be a three for brew for the weekend and and check so- it out
1: well, one of the one of the challenges we had when we got in, Todd, is uh, we wanted to order our usual um, uh, uh, Flights, set of beers, yeah. a flight flight of beers, and they didn't have enough glasses because there were so many people there. We had to kind of wait a minute while they got some yeah. people to return some glasses, yeah. got them clean. They said so we could do could one flight,
0: and they were doing the flight that I picked. And while they were doing that, somebody returned their glasses, and so they were able to go wash some glasses and give you a flight too. And, so.
1: and I and I say that because I want. I want people to understand that when you see that level of business, that tells you something just immediately about the quality and the experience. When right. that many people are wanting to go there, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, 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 there's an underlying fundamental thing, which is you're going right. to get a good experience. Have, I will the, tell you though, that good. if you go to LakeArrowheadBrewing.com,
0: which is their website, they've got a, the, there's no there's no tap list there. Uh, You click, in fact, right now, as as we speak, as we record, if you click on the shop beer button, they have one beer that's available for purchase and then a bunch of swag. And then they've got a button that says shop and that's more swag. And so they don't actually have, you know, you can't find out what they got. You just got to go. And we looked on Facebook and we looked on Instagram and they just don't seem to have, you know, a tap list that they publish and that, you know, that's either something they just haven't gotten to or it was an oversight or it's choice, you know, and, and that's, you know, is what it is, but don't, don't go there to expect to see kind of what they've got. You'll just have to listen to us. Yes.
2: Yeah. yes. Speaking of and, what they got. <laughs> we got really good
1: beer. Yeah. I was, I was very impressed with their mm-hmm. uh, varieties of selections and, and the quality of the beers that we had. Yeah. Um, And in the middle of it all, we also had some really good food. So
0: we did. Yeah. not even in the middle of it all. As soon as I got in, I was like, "Okay, you guys hold this this table. I'm going to go over and order food because I was hungry by the time we got there. And it was outstanding. It was um, uh, we had like jerk chicken quesadilla and a uh, jerk chicken over dirty rice and plantains. Oh, plantains. They were so good.
2: Um, they did a great job
0: with that food. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the people, and I'm blanking on it off the top of my head, and I don't have it written down in front of me. Does anybody have oh, that Oh, for the, uh, the, the, the food, food vendor, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, Jerk Kitchen or something like that, I think is what they were called. But, uh, yeah, yeah, awesome.
2: Well, either way, talking to some locals, they said that that brewery is pretty well known for getting good food. That's right. That is yeah. part of their thing. If you go there, they've yeah. usually got a vendor of some sort that's set up, yeah. and they've got – Good
0: food. Yeah, the way their patio is set up and I can't stress that you know it's a kind of a triangular shape thing, but it's a long patio. It's probably uh, you know, a hundred feet or more deep and and at the base of it probably sixty feet wide, so it's this long, tall Christmas tree shaped area. And down in one of the corners up against the building they've got the vendor set up and it's you know, they've got a place there where they can plug in and get water and stuff and uh and they're set up for it. It's it's yeah. I could see that place being rented out for a party or something and just, you know, have that patio it would be awesome.
1: It would. It would. Yeah. That'd be a great idea. Yeah. That's a you know.
0: They're closed by the way on Mondays and Tuesdays. That's your their, their regular schedule. So my guess is if you wanted to rent it out on a Monday or Tuesday you probably could and they wouldn't it wouldn't cost them, you know, any business. Uh the rest the the rest of the week they're open generally till eight o'clock at night. Uh Two to eight on Wednesday, Thursday, and noon to eight on Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Now, I would have li- liked to talk. I would have liked to talk to somebody about what happens when they get into this the real snow season. Yeah, how they operate. I was just
2: going to say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we met their owner, and that's one of the questions I would have loved to talk to him about. But he was basically just too busy to really stand and talk, and that's fine. It's not like we announce when we're coming and say set aside some time for us if you can. You know, they just. We just walk in. And so, uh, like we said, they had a lot of people there, and so they were busy serving beer and picking up glasses and getting those cleaned and doing dishes to get more beer served because there was just people all over the place. But it didn't feel like, you know, you weren't standing elbow to elbow. There, It was no. very full and busy, but, but, you know, I mean, we walked right in and found a place to, to, to have our meal and our beer. Um, in fact, it was a couple, it was like three snow skis across a couple barrels that sort of made this little table. And it, there was uh, four stools there, and two of them were being used by one couple, and we used the other two, although we ended up standing most of the time. I don't think I even used the the, um, the stool, but uh, but just it was very nice, very nice. I enjoyed it thoroughly.
1: So let's so, get to the beer.
0: Yeah, first up was the Flatlander Blonde. Now, Tobin, you've got the uh...
1: 5.0 5, 5. ABV. They didn't give uh-huh. us the IBU for any of the beers, but uh, right. this was a 5.0. And um, I really like this beer. It was uh, a a clear golden color, had a really nice hoppy smell. Uh, It had a really good, strong start to it, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, that kind of mild carbonation. um, And it was just a really good finish and very, very flavorful. I I really thought this was a nice beer to start with.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was sort of a, a, um, you know, a a, a mid, what I would call kind of a, a mid ale in that it's not over hopped. But but really, you know, but you smelled it. I mean, it was there. The flavor was there and the scent was there. It just, you know, it didn't um, some places I feel like they kind of overdo that. You know, there's not a lot of balance in the beer. This was a very balanced, very drinkable beer. I liked it a lot. I ended up giving it a three and a half stars. Same three and a half, three and a half. Jensen thoughts. Um,
2: Yeah. Similarly, I thought this was a very drinkable, solid beer. Not maybe the my favorite of the entire day, but it was definitely up there.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of how I felt about it. It was a good drinkable beer. It you know it wasn't it was one that had, start. yeah, it it wasn't one that had like a, a really unique character or anything that you would go like, wow, I'm going to remember that. But it was, but it was like that's a good drink, you know, um, you know.
1: Uh, and it, sometimes, and sometimes well, blondes on. are too bitter for me. Right, and, and this one, this one wasn't. It had it had a punch. It had that that. Strong flavor at the begin beginning, but it it was just a good finish and right yeah, yeah. But that's why I said flavorful. it didn't
0: taste like it was over hopped for me yeah uh, and which which is a huge compliment when it comes to um, a lot of the ales and certainly for the IPAs the um, uh, yeah I mean it, for for me it was like you know a good um, been working in the yard I'm hot want to cool off that's a good beer to drink it's you know probably more flavorful than your typical light beer um, and just was tasty. Um, yep. yeah, nothing, nothing
1: outstanding, nothing bad to say about it. It was a good beer. And so uh, our, the, the next beer though, we have to let Jensen talk about this one more because I think this was one that you really liked Jensen, the strawberry peak.
2: I did like this one. It's, um, so it, it tasted like strawberries without being chemically tasting or right. fake tasting. It tasted like I don't know, summer, which is weird because we were up there in the winter, fall, yeah. time, but, um, but I thought this was a really good, drinkable strawberry
0: mm-hmm. beer. It was a good fruit infusion because it tasted like fresh strawberries and not like
1: Nestle Quick, like Strawberry yeah. Quick. Yes. you know. Now, and, this was five, 5.0 ABV, so not not super heavy on the alcohol. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of an average um, uh, ABV for, for a beer that I thought, again, for a fruit, inf- a fruit infusion, some of those, like we've talked about, you know, tasting like a juice. And this was not a juice. It was a beer that had... A strawberry essence to it and it was a really good strawberry essence in my mind um, and so I really liked that one. I actually gave that one a four I ranked it higher than the than the Flatlander initially
1: I, I did too and I'll tell you the couple things stood out for me for this one first off was the smell you really got a, a kind of a sweet strawberry smell at the beginning that was really nice um, and secondly was the color it was kind of a light red or even a pink color mm-hmm. and I thought that was kind of interesting I've not seen that color before you know yeah. It's almost yeah. like a rosé kind of a yeah. beer color. Exactly. Like, that's the oh, color it was.
0: Rosé is the right yeah. way to describe it, you know. And it's like, okay, well, that, the, obviously there's a hint of some sort of berry in there, right? You got that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I was uh, that was a, a surprisingly, or I shouldn't say surprisingly, but a, a very pleasant beer for me. So, honestly, the one up next is the one that was the most surprising for me. And it's the one that I thought was, like, not as advertised by the name in terms of the flavor that I got. Um, and yeah. this is one that we had probably the biggest diversion of experience on. We, I don't know we about how we this beer. right. We I, I don't. This beer. I don't know about how we all scored it. We may have ended up scoring it similarly, but we all seem to have a very different experience. And that's their autumn ale. And I thought it had a very peculiar smell, and and then it was the same sort of peculiar taste. And I described it as being like bubble gum or cotton candy, which in an autumn ale just didn't seem. You know, there was sort of like a fruitiness to it or something that just didn't, I didn't expect in an automail. An automail to me, it, and it was a lighter color than I expected for males. Automails yep. I usually yep. think of as being more on the brown end of the spectrum in beers. And this one was a lighter beer. In fact, it, I I thought it was a little lighter than the strawberry. Not as light as the Flatlander, but it was it was a lighter beer for an automail. Um, you know, and it, it's funny because I started going through the scoring and I actually stopped scoring it. I wrote some notes. And then tasted it again because it was
2: like,
0: uh, <laughs> wait a minute, I got to think about this. Um, yeah, and I, I I ended up giving it a, a, a two and a half. I didn't I didn't like that as an autumn ale. It would have probably been a three on taste alone, just because it was it was odd to me. But it was okay. Um, I mean, it wasn't unpleasant, but calling that an autumn ale just didn't seem to fit for me.
1: So you you said that you thought it was bubble gum or uh, cotton candy. Yeah, I got none of that. I got none of that. For me, I thought it had a really distinct sort of fruit smell, and I wrote in question marks "papaya" because I am trying to identify what's the fruit, you know. Right. And um, uh, and I felt that it had kind of a fresh, fruity flavor. I liked the flavor actually. Um, I gave this this one an overall rating of a three because mm-hmm. of that, um, but it certainly didn't hit like an autumn ale. Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you there. I think that that name deceived me because with an autumn ale you're thinking something yeah. a little heavier you're thinking something with maybe a little spice to it if they'd have called it autumn blossom ale i would have gone okay yeah
0: but but autumn ale no that's not what i expected at all you know and, I don't think and we ever
2: and, landed on really what this thing tasted yeah. like yeah. <laughs> i don't think any of us really hit the description quite right because we just didn't know what to think of it
0: <laughs> right yeah it was just a peculiar scent and and taste that that seemed out of place for me for an autumn ale. I mean, it just like what the heck is that? You know, it was, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a wholly bad taste. It just was not what I expected and not overly pleasant, but not unpleasant either. It was just kind of huh peculiar.
2: Yeah, I think that's basically what I wrote. Was just like, all right, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't yeah outstanding. There were other beers there that we liked more that we would grab again.
1: Right, yeah,
2: probably
1: not this one. <laughs> so, yeah. Todd, you're you're the big fan of Arzens, yeah? Did I say that right, Todd? Did I say that right? No, it's Marzen.
0: Merzen. I, I'm I'm putting on my Aaron cap here. Uh, your wife speaks German, and she corrected us um, repeatedly because we repeatedly mispronounced it. We mispronunciated, which I don't think she thought was funny when I mispronounced mispronounce. But um, <laughs> the um, the Merzen uh, is basically your Oktoberfest beer. And yeah. I like those kind of beers. They're usually kind of a brown uh, beer. You know, they're a lager, um, uh, which means that they've been stored for a while, and they use a lot lager yeast, which means they take longer to brew. So a lot of places are a little hesitant to, to invest the tie-up of their equipment in in lagering a beer uh, and using, you know, the slower process, lagering being storing. Um, but this was uh, a little light for a Märzen in terms of color for me, Mertzen. Um but it, I thought it was really good. There was no bite to it. It was a smooth drink, and you know when they when when Meritsons go bad in my mind, they've over roasted the hops and it and things start to taste burnt. And I didn't get any of that. I was very pleased with this. For me, it was a four and
1: a half star beer, and I, I enjoyed it thoroughly on a cool day. Wow. So I gave, I gave this one a four. Um, I would agree on the coloring. I thought it looked like an iced tea, and that was unusual. Usually, i yeah, usually I'd they're see darker, like deeper. A darker brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the flavor was very subtle. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, and, and this is not a comment on the beer, but on how it made me feel. It made me feel warm and comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, this is one of my favorite genres of beer, and I thought this was a really good representation. And and I think for me, it was the finish. It just had this really nice yeah, malty... Yeah, Americans
0: have a peculiar the taste. There's this, you know, there's a traditional... Um, and I can't think of the variety of hops that's used with but There's a traditional variety of hops, not the Saz hops, but it's um, yeah, that, that has a certain flavor to it. And this was not it was there, but it wasn't overpowering. And I really liked no. it. I just like the balance of that beer. Yeah, um, I that's that would be my go to beer. Just as a heads up uh, this particular day, we were doing a couple things and we were up in the mountains. And so we chose not to have a pint after the end. But had I had a pint, this is the one I would have gone back
1: to probably. Well, well Jensen, what, what are you drinking right now?
2: <laughs> I'm drinking the beer we're talking about. So we did yeah. get some to go. And so yeah. I think that says enough if this is the one that we took home. Right. And I'm currently drinking. Yeah. So.
1: That, yeah. And so talk, exactly. talk about your, 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 time. your. you've got it fresh right in your hand there, Jensen. Give us that experience right now for our listeners.
2: Um, I think you guys are right. It's malty, but it doesn't have a whole lot of bite or too much of a burn. Similarly, I was holding up the color as you guys were describing it going, yeah, it still looks, it's oddly kind of a honey color. But mm-hmm. tastes a little more rich than it looks. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, this is the beer I would go back for from that brewery. Oh, and and I, f- I wish, I hope it's not seasonal. I wish they would have this one all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's almost always seasonal. But, uh,
1: but, exactly. uh, um, you know, just because it well, ties up with their equipment while it's lagering. And, and I forgot to mention, this one's a 5.4 ABV. Mm-hmm. So all of the first beers were in that five range. A couple five O's, five yeah. pons, and then a five which four, which is so. kind of average on alcohol. Which is,
0: I think, yeah. a good thing. You know, they're not they're not making it too strong because I think that then uh, kind I was of interrupts
2: say the That's actually sometimes. great for a brewery because it is mm-hmm. some of them. You go to an entire brew and everything's like seven.
0: Yeah, double IPAs, and like, okay. and triple <laughs> IPAs, and it's like yeah, we're trying to push our average up. <laughs> it's like well, okay, fine. Um, yeah, no, I think that that was nice. And they had lots of options that were very flavorful for beers. All four of those front ones definitely had flavor. One of them, a peculiar flavor, but, but, uh, you know, again, if you like different
2: that, styles, they didn't, none of yeah. nothing on their menu. Cause they had more than what we tried, but there wasn't like something overpowering the entire menu. They had yeah. a variety.
0: Yeah, I think we tried 8 of uh of like uh 11 or 11. 12 that they 12 had up but yeah. then 11? they added one while we were uh actually oh, after we right. were already out tasting and 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 having our food we saw them putting up another one so they they tapped another keg and that was a mexican lager that we didn't get a chance to taste. Um a mexican cerveza what was it cerveza de lagos
1: yeah yes beer of the yeah, lake yeah we and we didn't yeah. yeah we didn't get that one. So 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 the next one we had was a pinnacle pale ale and it was a 6.2% ABV.
0: There we go. Um, See, we blew it. We, they're wrong. They did too much alcohol and everything.
1: <laughs> this, this is the one, Todd, the one that jumped the shark for us. No, right. just kidding. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought this was a really solid representation. Um, I thought the flavor was really kind of built, uh, not overpowering. Um, mm-hmm. I like the uh, golden color, but it had kind of a little bit of a red tinge to it. Um, I, I just thought this was a, a, a nice, nice beer. Yeah. I gave it a four um i would go back for this one there there were several there that i gone back for yeah
0: and this was for for a pale ale it was a little darker than i i would have thought for a pale ale on the scale i had it on on a little bit on the dark side but this will tell you something about this beer i marked everything on it at four four for smell feel taste finish overall gave it a four marked it on the color scale a little bit darker than a pale ale usually is didn't write a single note (laughs) <laughs> wow. And it's very okay. unusual. I did not write anything about it. I tasted the beer, said I like it, marked everything down, yeah. said I liked it.
1: So let me make this mm-hmm. comment. If you go to their shop, this is what they had mostly in their, their cans uh, was the Pinnacle. This yeah. I think this is their big seller, and I understand why. It's a really solid, really solid beer. Mm-hmm. I, I could see this one flying off the shelves. They're going to yeah. sell a lot of this. Beer.
0: They're going to sell a lot of this for those who don't know about the Meritzen. But yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was a very good beer, and I enjoyed it.
2: Jay, I like IPAs and pale ales, unlike both of you. Um, uh-huh. But I I still liked this. It didn't. Ha- it wasn't. Didn't have a whole lot of bite the way that some IPAs uh-huh. or pale ales do. But I liked it. It was very drinkable. Um, I would go back for this one too. I understand why this is their their seller.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's my feel too. And and I've kind of amended. I don't say I don't like IPAs anymore what I just say is I don't like bad IPAs because I've had so many good ones now. And in, and in fact that's at at a, mm-hmm. at a subsequent brewery, I think for the very first time since we've been doing this show, uh when I got a pint, I got a pint of an IPA and we'll talk about that in another in another show. But that's not a norm for me by any stretch. Um uh, but if if they're good, by golly, you know, I'll drink it if it's good. Right? You know? Um Warm Bay IPA, speaking of IPAs.
1: I got to stop you here. We got the name wrong. I checked the I checked the menu board oh. afterwards. It's North Bay IPA.
0: Oh, and that makes more sense.
1: Right? Right. Although wait, IPA. was it
0: wasn't there wasn't the the little um beach out in front of the place called Warm Bay?
1: No, I don't no. know, but this was North Bay. I I I looked at the picture of the menu. There was menu another one board.
2: that was named after that beach.
1: Okay. Yeah. I could have sworn that was what we so this it is was... this is uh no the the other one that's named after the beach is the burnt mill, that, that ah
0: burnt that's mill. right
1: it was burnt mill beach yeah. and we were wondering why were they calling it burnt mill
0: because burnt is not a thing you want to hear when you're talking about beer, Isn't uh, uh, Mount, that's Mount right
2: Mount Mount Marzen, IPA
1: yes Mount Marzen was, uh, yeah Mount Mount Mertzen. come on yes yeah. <laughs> okay it <was> okay the, <laughs>
2: sorry i was
1: the Marzen but no North Bay IPA is a five point a five point eight um, ABV. And um, I like this one. It had a kind of a hoppy smell, but it wasn't too powerful. Sometimes that will get you off off to a bad start if you yeah. get that. Over-the-top hop is
0: not a great thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like the mouthfeel on this one, and I felt yeah. there was a slow, a slow build on the flavor with kind of a strong finish. Um, uh, I'm I like, like 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 you, Todd, I'm not a big fan of IPAs unless it's a really good one. Uh-huh. Um, I thought this was a pretty solid one, but yeah. – um, yeah, I
0: did not, too. I thought, not... I agree with you. I think it was solid, but it wasn't like outstanding. It was uh, yeah. definitely had an IPA smell to it, but it wasn't over the top. You know, there was a clearly hoppiness to it. It was, I mean, you, if you taste it, there's no doubt you're you're drinking an IPA. You know that immediately. But it was a good solid, I good solid IPA. Um, kind of a, a, a middling amber yellow color, and I uh, I ended up giving it three. You know, so I gave I, it a three point five. Yeah. I think you and I have been within a – even though we disagreed on our descriptions and stuff, we've been within a half point of each other
1: on everything. <laughs> yeah, the scores, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Now, Jensen, you made an interesting comment when we were at the uh, at the bar on this one. So what, what were your thoughts on the North Bay
2: IPA? It was something along the lines of if you like IPAs, you're you're going to like this one, but you're not going to think a whole lot of it. You're going to be happy it hits all the IPA check boxes. Um, if you're not a fan of IPAs, you would probably still like this one. It's, it's pretty, it's a nice first step into IPAs without being so in your face punchy.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was solid. It wasn't like the. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not like exceptional or standout,
0: but it was, it was was a a good solid beer. That, that, Yeah. Yeah, and and I know drinkable sounds almost it, like a put down, but it really isn't. It's it's saying that that's a beer that I would go back and drink.
2: It's a good representation of that style.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 And I've got to say this of their beers were. sort They're, of across the board. Yeah, yeah, that sort of all of their beers were, were you know showed good um, you know brewing touch in in brewing each of the different styles and having good flavors. The only one was the. The one that we all were debating about, what that thing was, and that was the autumn ale. Was, the autumn was, ale. Which that one kind of so. <laughs> threw us through us all for a little bit of a loop. But other than that, it was so uh, we're experimenting you know. for the season. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would have. That's the other thing I would have liked to ask about was what is that? You know, what was what that taste that we're that we're getting? What you know, <laughs> what were you thinking? No, <laughs> but but you know, what what were your thoughts on that? How the, how did that come together? Because it was it, it stumped us really. It did.
1: Now, the next one is an interesting one because it's named Burnt Mill Brown. And, Todd, you and I traditionally (laughs) ding people when they give a name to a beer that doesn't match what you're getting. But in this instance – because they had the word "burnt," we're like, "Oh, please don't be burnt! Please don't be burnt!" We were exactly.
0: <laughs> yes, pleasantly yeah. surprised that it wasn't burnt. And then we discovered, as we were leaving, the reason for the name is that that that's that there. I, I don't know if they were actually the building used to be the the uh, burnt mill, the mill, or if there was a building right adjacent because there were a couple of buildings on on to the left as you walked out the parking lot you know, facing the, the, the lake. But, but we noticed there's a little like beach there and then a dock and there was a sign and it said Burnt Mill Beach. And it's like, oh, okay, that's where they got that name. This is the Burnt Mill. Yeah. This That's what this area is. And it's very possible that that building, in fact, I could see that building having been a Burnt Mill because they actually had a grain storage silo out front of it. Yeah. So yeah, that I probably, agree. that probably matches the whole story. So, Yeah. Makes a lot of sense now. And I liked the beer, actually. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it was a burnt mill brown, but it was not burnt in taste. Uh, had fine carbonations. There was a little bit of a tartness to it, but not bitter. Um, it was kind of different flavor for a dark beer than I usually get, but it was pretty good in that sense. You know, it wasn't it it was it was expected, but I thought it was solid. And I, I gave it three and a half overall. I liked it. I thought it had a good mouthfeel. Um, uh, you know, the... the smell uh, for me smell is a hit and miss thing because of of hay fever allergies. i can literally smell one beer and then a few minutes later go to smell another one and i can't smell anything so it's it's hard to say so i but in this particular case i thought the smell was pretty good for that beer you know we were all afraid we were smelling for the burnt smell right we're like right what is what do they mean burnt um and that wasn't
1: the case so that was a pleasant uh, happy surprise so I, I was surprised by this one. I, for me, the, um, there was a mid taste to it that I really liked and there was kind of a, a sweetness mixed with bitter. And as I thought about it, um, I, I kind of said, I think this is a sort of like a caramel, maybe a real subtle coffee mix in there. Um, and the caramel being the sweetness and the coffee being that, that little bit of bitter. Yeah. Um, and it was just really, really nice. And, and you mentioned mouth feel, this one felt really good in my mouth. I, right. I just, I, you wanted to kind of savor it and and, and drink this and just yeah. enjoy it. Um, yeah, the second it was a nice darkest beer.
0: of the beers we had, and it and so it just it felt you know nice bubbly creaminess to it sort of. Um, I will say that this beer and the subsequent beer, the last two that we had there, um, both had something to me that was odd. And in this time here, I called it tart, not bitter, because uh, there was kind of a sourness to it. And I also noticed that in the next one, and it may have been a case of. Uh, my taste buds being affected by the previous beers, and we did something that we don 't normally do, and that is we were having the meal with the beer as, as with the tasting we usually have the tasting and then have a meal with the pint that we have, but since we weren 't having the pint, we started eating yeah
2: to our credit we couldn 't help it if you guys had smelled this food, you would oh. be doing the same thing yeah we, an yeah,
0: and our place on the patio was literally the, like the, the right in front of the food so it was like yeah uh, we walked out there sat down our, our flights and I looked at
1: everybody and said I'll be right back and walked right over so, and put my order in so let's put some numbers on this what did you guys get? Uh, come up with for the burnt mill brown what, how, how would you rate that beer Yeah, I gave it 3.5 3.5 out of 5
2: I gave it 4 this was one of my favorite of the day
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say I was going to give it a 4 or a 4.5 I really like this one if, if mm-hmm. I, I was going to come back for a pint this is probably the one I would have had yeah
0: yeah, and well, and like I said, the, the the sense that I was getting was a sourness, and that put me off a little bit. That said, I was also killing off the last of the plantains, which were you know caramelized and delicious. And so, you know, when you've got that taste in your mouth, and then you follow it with a beer, the sourness may have been just you know an imaginary yeah. taste based on following the sweetness of a plantain. So, uh, you know, I recognize that 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 may have thrown me off a bit.
2: So
1: don't listen to Todd on that one, guys. He was way off. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I was a half
1: a point <laughs> off from you. Come on. That's funny. Well, we got one more beer to go, guys. Um, mm-hmm. The A-frame coffee. And this one was a 6.7% um, ABV. Um, and Todd, as you said, this was a, a the darkest beer we had of the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, A-frame coffee, you missed part of that. Stout.
0: So oh, this stout. Is, That's this, right. This is a stout. So it's going to be a darker, heavier beer. Um, Uh, You know, and and honestly, I thought that the flavor profile was very similar to the burnt brown. Um, It was not over the top. The coffee flavor was certainly there, but it wasn't like, um, you know, so heavy that you found it distracting from the taste of the beer overall. Um, But I did get this sort of sourness on the front end of it again, which I thought was peculiar. And again, for me... It may have been that I was eating plantains with it, so I get that. Yeah. Um, I gave this one. I didn't think I didn't like it quite as much as the as
1: the brown. So it's, I gave the brown three and a half. I gave this one three. I would have given this one a three and a half. Um, for me, I, I asked the question to myself: What kind of coffee were they using? Uh, mm-hmm. We've tried a lot of different coffee beers over the over the years, and this one, I like the coffee. But it was mm-hmm. not what I maybe was expecting. It was just, so I'm kind of wondering what kind of coffee were they using, or did they mix something yeah. else with it? Because it, it was it didn't quite give the coffee hit that I thought I was going to get. Right,
0: it was there, but it wasn't overpowering. It was subtle. yeah, it was, yeah, it was subtle. subtle. It was subtle. Yeah. It just tasted to me like a good dark stout. You know, the coffee was sort of in there, but like you said, it was subtle. Jensen.
2: Um, I gave it the same score as Tobin. Um mm. which sounded weird coming out of my because 'cause you're Uncle Tobin. So I'll <laughs> say that again. That's, I gave it the same score as my Uncle Tobin. Um Yeah, okay. I I liked that it didn't feel um like thick and syrupy the way that some stouts do, especially when they tend to go into like the coffee flavors. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't um, heavy. So I yeah, it wasn't a heavy stout, which I liked. Um
0: I I typically if I'm getting
2: one of these I only get one one like that's the only drink I'm drinking that day. Yeah. (laughs) And so if I was doing that and this was like dessert or something, this would have ticked the boxes. It wasn't you know like this
0: isn't the thing you come in and you say, I'm I'm gonna have this and, and I'm gonna have, you know, a couple of these over the course of the day, probably. Although that said, uh, as a stout, this was a more drinkable stout than a lot of them that I had because it didn't have that heaviness. I think yes. you could you could have said, okay, that's you that's, could
2: have had two. <laughs> you
0: know, although you know what, and this is this this again ties back to the food. If they'd have been doing like um, uh, tri-tip barbecue and steak, this beer would have been mm-hmm. fantastic for that. With the jerk chicken that we were having, it was it was the wrong beer to to pair with the food that we were having. You know, that said. It was a very – I thought it was a pretty good beer. Yeah. yeah. You know,
2: and they have different food trucks coming all the time, so I'm sure that some of these taste a little different with different food.
1: Yeah, good point. Exactly, right. Well, I, yeah. I have to say I had a great time at Lake Arrowhead Brewing Company, and I'm looking uh-huh. forward to going back up the mountain. You know, we've been yeah. – it's sort of been on our bucket list, right, to, to try some of these places that are a little bit further out from where we right. live. Um, and uh, there are other good places on the mountain too, but this was, this was our first stop. Yeah. And On an odd November
0: day when it was hot in the valley, it was a perfect day to go up to the 65 degree mountains before the snow falls and you have to deal with chains and all that trouble uh, and really, really enjoy the beautiful weather and the beautiful location. Oh, my gosh. Um, You know, what a great place and day to be able to sit out on a patio and, and enjoy some great
1: food and some really good beer. Yeah. And great company, too. Thank you for joining us, Jensen. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was fun. I was happy to be able to join you guys. and. That it was just a it was a really beautiful
0: day it was it was a beautiful Perfect day, day a brewery. and uh and you know and it was fun to uh to go up and get uh one of the cans designed by that uh by the designer that you you had kind of followed and knew you know sort of being the the inspiration for us going back up to the mountains again because we had gone up once previously to go uh review three marms and they were away that day they just we just didn't hadn't checked their facebook page before we left they were at a special event in burbank and so the they had shut the place down for a saturday to go to this special event and we got up there and was like oh shucks we drove all this way and there's nothing here but we did get two three marms on this trip so um we'll have a review of them coming up in the near future
1: yeah now todd i'm gonna jump all over you here because there's normally a little disclaimer we put at the front end and at the back end of our and show I and i don't I think we said it
0: i blew it i apologize i usually say it at the very beginning but let me say it now this podcast discusses adult beverages in detail and is intended for those of legal drinking age please drink responsibly and if you have any drinking problems please go to aa.org for more information
1: thank you yeah. brother. Just, you know, I ap- we, we want to be responsible
0: we do we absolutely do and i apologize that should have been on the front end in fact you know what i may do is when we publish this it may magically have appeared on the front end of this recording. We'll never know. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we appreciate you all for joining us and hope that you will um, check out our other podcasts. We're part of the Shack Back podcasting network, and uh, we recommend our two-minute tech. It's two-minute segments. They only take two minutes to listen to tips and, and ideas about how to use your technology better. Or if you want to go into more depth about what's going on in the tech world right now, you can tune in and, or subscribe to Generation Tech, where uh, I am joined by my dad, who has had a, uh, a lifetime uh, working as an electrical engineer and working with uh, personal computers back from the very early days. And so it's a combination of what's going on plus some stories and history about the, the tech industry, and we have a lot of fun.
1: And you can subscribe to both of those on your favorite podcast player,
0: including Spotify.
1: But mostly just keep listening to Two for Brew because we love having you listen to our show.
0: Absolutely. We appreciate it. If you are listening, be sure to give us a five-star rating on your podcast app. That helps us grow the show. And we appreciate that support. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back uh, next week on Two for Brew. Bye, guys. See ya. Hi, thanks for having me. To do for brew, that's how I like my beer. Here with you, that makes it too for brew. To do for brew, that's how I like my beer. Here with you, That makes it chew for brew. All right.